0: Well, hello and welcome again to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. My name is George. I'm in our home office. You might hear a computer buzzing in the background. It's not a soundproof booth that I use to record these because I kind of like the idea of keeping it raw. And so that's why if you're listening with headphones, you may hear some noises in the background and that's just the way it goes. Well, today... I want to take a look at something that has intrigued me for part of the past week. As you know, I'm a freelance writer, and I write a lot of different things. I uh, basically write articles on subjects that my clients ask me to write about. So, I'm going to say there's going to be 95% thereabouts of the articles that I get uh, contracted to write that I have to do research on. There's a very diverse topic list that I've uh, tackled in the past number of years that I've been writing freelance, and it never ceases to amaze me what some people are asking me to write about. So, you know, it's, it's good for me because I get to learn about a lot of different things. I don't know how much of it I actually retain, but I do get to uh, expose myself to a lot of different Ideas and topics that I may not otherwise encounter. Well, one that I thought was pretty interesting, I wrote about this past week, was about fear. And the main point of this particular article was how to turn fear into motivation, how to use it as a motivational tool. And I thought, you know, this is really interesting. I did some homework on it and I discovered that I guess in a roundabout way I've actually done this uh, a number of times without actually realizing it and I'm quite certain everyone has in one way or other it's just I don't know that we actually see it as us using fear as a motivation because fear is paralyzing in many cases right it causes us to stop and shy away from some things we might otherwise take on, right? I mean, fear is, you know, one of those things that kind of causes you to, like I say, it derails things it stops us from doing stuff it holds us back it creates a lot of walls and barriers and things and you know I never really thought of it as a way to motivate you to do something but you know it like I said when I started to research this it really kind of made me realize that maybe it's not so bad you know to be a little bit fearful you know to Try to force yourself outside of your comfort zone and do things. And I started to kind of apply this to my past. And I'm thinking, okay, so I did do a few of these things. Now, I don't think I viewed it as out of fear, but I have done some things that would have probably have scared some other people. You know, and I mean, I'm going to just, you know, strip this right down to a very basic uh, example. Uh, And I don't consider myself extremely... Unusual uh, than other people, but not everybody will buy or start a business. You have to have certain traits to do these things, and I've done both of those things. I've bought a business, and I've started up a home-based business. Um, You know, my wife has started up a home-based business, and we've uh, turned them into reasonably good... Sources of income and in a relatively short period of time. I don't know how many people would do that. I know quite a few people will, but I could see where it would be a fearful thing to probably hold some people back from doing it. So, you know, maybe that's something that I don't quite understand is because in our lives we've done a couple of these things, maybe we don't necessarily see them as fearful. Hmm interesting concept all of a sudden. Anyway, I do have a top five list. And today's list, or this week's list, is ways to turn fear into motivation. So number five, uh, it is uh, really something I've done several times, and it uh, is uh, simply two words, reduce stress. Now, if you are able to get a handle on your stress level, and I've talked about this before, if you can handle your stress, you can think a lot clearer, and as a result, eliminate some of that fear. Because let's face it, uh, some fears produce stress. So if you can handle, like I said, if you can reduce your stress level in some way, regardless of what that source is, it will help you to uh, look beyond what is scaring you, and move forward. Uh, Number four on my list is use your support network. Everybody should have a support network. It could be your best friend. It could be your mom. It could be your wife. It could be your husband. It could be your BFF. It could be, you know, whatever. The deal is that if you have a solid selection of strong, supportive people that you can trust, who are actually more or less covering your back, uh, they can help you um, get motivated. So, for example, if there's something you're scared of, okay, the fear thing, uh, you could go to your support network, and quite often they'll help you see that fear is nothing more than just a hurdle, and in some way, shape, or form, they'll help you get over that hurdle. It's, you know, whether it's through uh, supportive uh, comments or you know motivational uh, methods of any other way. The thing is, is that your support network, or your rather your support network, is there to support you. And if you have a good one, uh, it's a nice place to run to if you have to to uh, take a look at that fear in a different light and then move forward. Number three on my list is you have to have the courage to follow your heart. You know, if you're kind of scared about something, and like, you know, I, I, and I've done this. Uh, I know this is something I've done more than once, okay? Um, I'm going to use uh, my newspaper business as an example. Uh, the paper we, um, in current, uh, looking at the current time, I think we closed a year and a half ago now. Um, I had it for 12 and a half years. And, you know, I bucked more than one trend. Uh, I, I chose to follow a specific path with that product and chose very, very hard and worked very, very hard not to uh, fall into the trappings of sensationalism and, uh, you know, tried to focus extremely hard on just giving the facts, putting together the facts and allowing the readers to come up with their own, um, you know, perception of what those facts meant. It uh, became difficult over a period of time uh, simply because you know, sensationalism does seem to sell but uh, i wanted to keep uh, our product in a very honest and straightforward truthful path and local in flavor and so that was what was in my heart it it's it wasn't you know it wasn't kind of the norm uh, certainly in the last few years that we had the business, but we kept that path. We stayed consistent. We didn't deviate from that. And I think this is what I'm trying to say here, is that, you know, if you have the courage to follow your heart, if you remain focused and use your heart as your guide, you'll actually be able to navigate some very difficult and sometimes scary situations, because your heart will sometimes give you the answer. Um, Back to my example... And I've said this in more than one podcast, and I'm going to say it again. Uh, As recent as a couple of days ago, uh, we had uh, someone in town, again, talk about how much they missed uh, the product that we had with our newspaper. It's a regular, ongoing basis. I don't uh, go downtown frequently and not hear it. So, you know, obviously we had done something that was reaching people, but, uh, you know, it's it's too late to go back there, and that's that's fine. But, you know, the, the whole point of this podcast is to talk about how to turn fear into motivation. And like I say, the point I'm at right now, number three, is sometimes you just have to follow your heart. And, and looking back on it, that was what I was doing when we had our paper. Uh, point number two. And I do this too. Uh, Another way of turning fear into motivation is to uh, uh, take one step at a time. So, you know, the idea here is to not allow yourself to become overwhelmed with the tasks that you have scheduled for your day or your week. And, you know, you have to kind of plan ahead and do only really what you know you can accomplish well in the time frame you have available. Now I use myself again uh, as an example uh, with my freelance writing business. There's uh, one uh, particular source of business that I get uh, easily 10, 10 or 12 jobs a week on top of all the other stuff I do, and I have sort of a system I follow where, you know, each day I know roughly what I'm going to do. Like, today I know what my plan is for my writing, and I try really, really hard to stick to just that plan. I try not to jam in a lot of extra stuff if I, if I can avoid it. By the end of today, I'll probably be able to look back and say, wow, it wasn't such a bad day. I did a podcast, I produced that, I uploaded that, and I wrote X number of articles on such and such a subject, and I'll be happy with my day. I try really hard not to overload my day simply because Um, it does get kind of stressful. And stress is a fear thing, right? Remember we talked about that. So, you know, I manage my stress by taking it a step at a time, but also having a bit of a plan in place so I don't overdo it. Uh, My wife is uh, getting better at that herself. Uh, Right now, at this moment, she's downstairs uh, working on a batch of salsa for uh, her home-based business because we have a busy weekend ahead of us uh, vending in two different venues in two different communities and so she's trying to stock up on some of the products that uh, she needs to fill her inventory with but she knows that today she only has to do x number of jars and work on one or two recipes and leave it at that to take the rest of the day off uh, she gets overwhelmed if she has too much on her plate as well so she's starting to see that if you take it in small steps small chunks one step at a time That's a whole lot easier to manage, and when you are able to manage better, then you reduce the potential risk of fear stepping into the picture. And my number one tip on ways to turn fear into motivation is you have to identify the triggers. You know, what part of your daily or weekly routine freaks you out? I'm going to tell you what used to freak me out for a while. When we were really having difficulty with our newspaper and uh, business was looking really bleak. Uh, We were not seeing as much uh, revenue coming in as we used to, but the bills kept coming. What used to really start to stress me out was when the phone rang, because very frequently the voice on the other end of the phone was from a bill collector of some kind. And so, you know, you get to a point where, you know, the easiest way to avoid that stress is to stay away from that trigger. So, for me, it was, I quit answering the phone. Quit answering the phone at work. Quit answering the phone at home. Quit taking certain certain messages, ignoring many other messages. Now, all that did was it kind of put off the inevitable, but there were times where I thought, okay... I haven't answered uh, this particular client or this particular, you know, outstanding bill collector for X number of days. Now I'll answer the phone. I feel a little better about it. I see a little bit of cash flow, and then I can explain what the situation is and go from there. Not necessarily the smartest move, but, you know, I had to manage my stress. And like I said, every time the phone rang, and even at home, you know, what call display, it would say, you know, on the call display, you know, what company it was, and it was like, oh yeah, we still owe the phone company, or oh yeah, still owe for some gas, or we still owe for this. Um, you get to a point where you just want to quit answering the phone, and, you know, that's a trigger for me, or it was a trigger for me. I don't have a lot of triggers now, uh, because the phone's not an issue anymore, but, you yeah, all you have to do is try to identify the triggers that get you fearful and kind of look at them differently. Don't look at them as triggers. If anything, try to view them as reminders of things you still have to do. And once you stroke them off, then that trigger should disappear and it's just one last thing to irritate you, right? Or get you fearful. So hopefully... Uh, I made some sense here, and I hope you uh, got something out of how to turn fear into motivation. Uh, again, like I said, I thought it was a pretty interesting spin on a topic uh, that I had to write for earlier this week as part of my uh, freelance business. And uh, that'll do it for this uh, podcast so I want to thank you again for tuning in uh, thanks for downloading it appreciate your support and remind you to check out my website I'm at www.looseink.ninja. that's ninja, and you can check out my wife's uh, website as well find out a little more about her vending business her uh, website is www.jambusters.ca that's jambusters.ca until next week Have a good one.